Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Brent Janogan. Today we got a special guest, Dr. Dean Peters. He is the owner and operator of Total Health Solutions. He's in Milton, Georgia. Dr. Dean, thanks for being with us today. Oh man, I am so pumped to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. It's such an honor and a privilege. Uh, before we hop in this conversation, let's hear from our amazing sponsors that allow this podcast to happen though. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software with helpful tools like online booking, admin scheduling, integrated payment processing, and charting. But there's more to Jane than you might think. The team at Jane cares a lot about the problems you face as a practitioner. One of those problems is the prevalence of no-shows and late cancellations in practices. So they've made it easy for you with a few simple tools built right into Jane. That includes the ability to implement an online booking payment policy, send out unlimited text and email reminders, and enabling waitlist management features to fill those last minute gaps that weren't preventable. Come see Jane in action at jane.app and use our code LEGENDARY to receive an entire month of offset billing. That's J-A-N-E dot A-P-P and promo code LEGENDARY at checkout. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new and refurbished chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Allow them to combine your wishes and their 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients by heading to TotalClinicSolutions.com and use promo code LEGENDARY for $100 off on qualifying table purchases. That's TotalClinicSolutions.com, promo code LEGENDARY for $100 off. And we are back, Season 17, Episode 7, Dr. Dean Peters in the house. Let's go. Man, so Dean has been just one of those people, like whenever I was a student in chiropractic school, this man just, he was a light on campus. He just, he just shined bright. He was always just one of those people that just had purpose, had drive, had passion. Um, he was helping other people in everything he did. And now as a doctor, it's like he's taken that and he's evolved it and he's evolving it every single day. And just, man, this guy is on fire. So I am excited to have you on the podcast and just hear from you and just have you pour into us today. So, um, dude, let's, let's just dive into this. Let's go, man. I'm excited to be here. First off, I'm, I'm super proud of you. Uh, let's shine the spotlight on you, sir, because you are about to do something special this week. Am I right? Yes, sir. I am. I am. What is it, man? Why don't you share? What, what uh, is it? Well, I am opening my own practice here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a dream come true. It's, uh, it's everything I've ever wanted to be and everything that it's going to become is exactly what, I, what I've dreamed it to be. And, um, it's, it's, you know, principle six, it's a process and I'm just mm. sitting in that process and I'm enjoying every single second of it. I love that, man. So huge congrats to you. I'm so excited and I'm excited for every single one of your patients because they're going to get such a high level of care. Cause you're not just like, you know, one, one little thing, like you've got all of these different accolades and you are, I would say overqualified to take care of patients, which is really no such thing. Right. But, uh, 
you know, you're into functional neurology, you're into AK, you're into vitalistic chiropractic. And man, I'm just, I'm so pumped for you, brother. And I know we, we've talked about this for years. And I have to say, man, it's, it's really, sometimes we have to stop and smell the roses and say, whoa, let's celebrate where we're at. Even though we're, we may not always be where we want to be, I think we both really prayed hard and worked hard to be exactly where we are right now. Yes. And so to be able to celebrate that with you is just uh, phenomenal. Ah, thank you so much. It's, you know, we were just talking just before we hopped on the podcast. And it's like you as a student, an early student, looking at you as a more of a senior student, um, I was looked up to you as a role model because it was like, man, like that guy's on purpose. He's on drive. He's got phenomenal hands. It's like he's going to seminars. He's speaking in front of classrooms and doing this and doing that. And I was just like, I want to be like that guy when I grow up. Oh man, I so appreciate that, brother. For real, that means the world to me. For real, I mean, Life University was probably one of the most uh, beautiful yet challenging experiences that I've ever had in my life, and definitely the most rewarding. Um, you know, I think if anybody's listening here and now that's a, a chiropractic student, I would say get heavily involved in the parallel curriculum, which means go to clubs go adjust each other at people's houses. People are hosting things all the time. I'm not far from Life University. Uh, so if you ever feel like you need help with anything, you're welcome to come to this practice. I'm in Milton, Georgia and, uh, and get some hands on. But, uh, you know, get, getting involved with other clubs that are gonna teach you how to talk the tick, that are gonna teach you how to overcome uh, the fear of, of, of getting out and, and preaching the truth about chiropractic to people is what's going to allow you to have the greatest level of success when it comes time for the rubber to meet the road and for practice to begin. So I'm, I'm only six months in and I'm learning and growing every single day. But if it weren't for all of those things that I've learned in the parallel curriculum, <laughs> I don't know where I would be. I really, really don't. I mean, uh, been part of plenty of clubs on campus and, and, it's been and outside of campus, right? I've gone to uh, plenty of you know underground uh, adjusting clubs outside of campus that have really propelled these hands into the next direction. And I could still use a lot of work. I'm, you know, I, I think I'm I'm really great with these. I'm very confident with these. I think that's what's really important is that whoever comes through your doors, you could confidently say, no matter what that X-ray looks like, we're going to make some moves and we're going to influence the nervous system in such a way that you have no freaking choice but to heal and function at a higher level than ever before, right? And yeah. so that could just come from the curriculum that Life University has to offer. And I wanna invite every single one of you guys listening, and most of you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably next level, you probably are doing other things, but more than anything, keep digging into the things that are not just on your uh, roster when it comes to uh, whatever the quarter classes are are requiring of you. Yeah. And I can definitely add to that because, um, coming into, coming into chiropractic school, life university, I was definitely interested in that neurological pursuit. I wanted to understand why the brain worked the way it did, how it functioned, how it communicated to the body and, you know, the specificity of that conversation, which not everyone wants to pursue, you know, not everyone wants to know you know, what spinal tract has what type of information, if there's impingement on a nerve or specifically on a specific type of a, adjustment or a specific type of positioning in the spine, it's going to reduce a certain type of information flow. 
So it's either pain or discriminative touch or vibration or proprioception, or it can be control to the organ. And, you know, that's a lot of specificity that a lot of people don't dive into. It's great for us, the chiropractor that have, but you know, the, the patient doesn't always need to know that information. That's more of a us conversation. And, and I can definitely attest to life universities, just, they have so much, uh, opportunity as a student to get exposed to such a variety of technique and analysis and approach to, uh, adjusting the body, but just asking questions, you know, as a student, I went to 67 seminars. I went on a mission trip. I came out of school with close to 10,000 adjustments as a student walking into the field. So I felt that I had a little bit of knowledge, but as I got into practice, I realized I didn't have any knowledge. I mean, I had a great understanding of foundation, but I had no idea how to take care of people, especially acute care patients. You know, that was a big transition coming out of school was wellness versus acute care. As a student, you're taking care of well people, people that don't have a lot of pain, don't have disease, they don't have cancer, they don't have, you know, consistent vertigo that's chronic and it's debilitating. They can't get out of bed because every time they try to move, their world starts spinning and they start getting nauseous and, and start vomiting. It's like, that's a real situation and, and people deal with that every single day. And then they come to you for help. And if you don't have that confidence and conviction that you built as a student going through school, going to clubs, going to seminars, putting in the extra time outside of the curriculum, then you don't have the confidence or you don't have the languaging to be able to sit in front of a person that is dealing with real life debilitating trauma and you're confident in being able to help that person, just like you said. Absolutely. I want to I build on that really quick because it's important that if you really own the principle of chiropractic, it cannot be, I'm going to repeat this, it cannot be symptom-based. Yes. So when it comes to acute care, you're going to have somebody who has what? A big symptom. It's a huge red flag. And they're like, holy smokes, get rid of this for me, right? And as much as I want to take care of somebody and get them out of pain, I need them to fully understand and recognize that's not why they're here. That's not why they will ever sign up to become a patient in my office. They have to understand that they're signing up for care to become the greatest version of themselves so that every single cell tissue and organ is getting greater function through specific adjustments. And if they're not on board for that, I won't accept them as a patient. And it's hard to turn somebody away. However, I'm not pain-based. So you make sure students out there, when you get into practice, uh, you make sure you're not asking your patients, hey, how are you feeling? Because like, like Dr. Brent was just saying, you know, there's only a very small percentage of the nervous system that is responsible for pain, for the, uh, discriminative touch, right? So it's like what 18% of your nervous system is responsible for what you could actually feel. Mm -hmm. And what's the other 80, 90% all your organic function. And there's no way that if somebody still has pain, they're coming in, they still have pain. Hey, guess what? I know that your organs are functioning and healing at a whole nother level, even though you still have pain, I'm not focused on your pain. I'm focused on your function, right? And, and eventually we all know that pain subsides at a very fast rate when you're specific, especially for taking x-rays. So I just want to throw that out there uh, because it's very easy 
it's very easy and I've seen it happen when chiropractors are out there and they're allowing their patients to dictate how frequently they should come in due to their symptoms. You cannot be a symptom-based chiropractor. It simply doesn't work. It goes against the principle. So and, that's... Well, it's interesting you say that because coming, at, coming out of a big practice where I've been seeing a lot of people and I'm going into my own practice and I'm, I'm completely changing my approach, um, I had patients that would come in with the same pain every single time. And they're like, you know, the all that lower left back still bothering me. I'm like, well, you know, have we stretched? Have we increased? Have we started taking electrolytes? You know, how's our trace minerals? Like we got to start treating the organic system like the organic system. If the machine does not have the proper lubrication and the proper necessary raw materials, it does not function properly. It It's as simple as that. The factory can only work if you keep the factory up to date and to standard and allow it to be able to function as it's supposed to by keeping it up to those standards. And if we start slacking in certain areas, then you know, we don't have proper hydration. We don't have proper uh, nutrition. The body's running off of um, other other things that it doesn't need to, and it's doing that in the process of trying to detoxify itself. And people don't understand that because it's convenient. In the world we live in, there's a lot of convenience that causes us to get complacent and comfortable, and our brain, our neurology, is actually wired to lean into that comfortability and to get complacent and to get comfortable in what you're doing and that convenience only feeds that. You have to battle that mindset and change that for yourself. Otherwise, you fall right into that. I mean, we'll call it the matrix. You, you fall into the matrix. Yeah. And then now you're just a part of the system that's getting fed on what to do versus you making critical thought process on what you need to do for yourself. Absolutely. There's... I'm, I'm not the, the end all be all, right? I mean, chiropractic has got to be paramount. And I, I tell my patients this all the time. Uh, I had a patient that was doing about seven to $800 of supplements every single month. Wow. Right. And it's like, I just have to be honest with you, you know, and I'll have my, my, my spinal chart and I'll say, Hey man, I just want to let you know, you might want to back off of that because what we found in your x-rays is if your digestive tract isn't functioning properly, then how well do you feel like you're assimilating all of those vitamins? Mm -hmm. And essentially you're just creating really expensive urine, right? Mm -hmm. And he agreed. And I'm like, you might want to just kind of back it off a little bit. Let, let's get to work here and increase the function. Now I say that to also say chiropractic is not the end all be all, but it's gotta be a primary, yeah. right? The nervous system has to be functioning and healing first in order for you to exercise properly, in order for you to meditate, pray, journal, do breath work, whatever that case may be, whatever that is for mindset for you, in order for you, your body to assimilate nutrients, you have to have pressure off the nervous system so that your, your digestive tract is healing and functioning and assimilating the nutrients the way that it should. And, you know, then we go, we could go into detoxification, avoiding toxins. Uh, all of those things are going to be paramount when it comes to achieving the greatest level of health. It's not just the chiropractic adjustment. And the quality of food matters. And we are in a quick society today and everybody wants a quick fix. And that's never going to be the answer, right? And that's, I think, one of the biggest challenges we have is people want fast. And so they're ready to take the pill or do the surgery quickly as opposed to what you said. What's principle number six? There are no processes that in which do not require time. So enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. 
and the journey is, is greater than the destination. So, and, and a lot of people don't feel that when they're in a lot of pain, but it's a learning yep. process, right? It is. And, it, and uh, it, it's very interesting because I had a mentor tell me whenever I was still a student, he was like, if, if you take only pain people and you're, you're only doing pain management, he's like, that's low hanging fruit. It's like, everyone's in pain. Everyone's got some type of pain in their life. And it's like, if you're treating pain, it's low hanging fruit and they're going to come and go and it's going to be a revolving door and you're never going to have consistency. And for me, the, the biggest thing for my patient base is I want to create trust because if I, cre I can create trust, that means I've created enough value for you to understand why you're here, which then creates loyalty, which then creates more opportunity for me to be able to pour in and help you build a more sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And Beautiful. Love it. Because chiropractic is a lifestyle. It's, it's not a treatment. You know, I, I see people come in, they're like, oh, I just come to get my adjustment. I'm like, well, you don't understand why you're here then because you're coming in for a service. You're coming in for a treatment. You're not understanding the lifestyle that comes with this because it's not something that we're just supplementing into your life to temporarily correct something. It's so much right. bigger because it's, it's your brain, it's your nervous system, it's your body. And, you know, inflammation and the things we put in our body that cause systemic inflammation, and then you don't have the energy to work out. You don't feel like you want to work out or it hurts to move. It hurts to work out, hurts to walk. Then maybe we take a step back and put on the rose colored glasses and say, well, the foods I'm putting in my body are causing me to be inflamed. If I'm drinking milk, and I'm not drinking AD2 milk. I know I'm getting a lot of inflammation. I'm, I'm getting a lot of pus and I'm like getting a lot of other stuff in my milk, which is creating the inflammation in my body, which is causing me not to be healthy, not to be able to function properly, to be in pain and like all these other things. It's like it, you have to take a step back and, and use your perspective to understand what you're doing to yourself. And Absolutely. And to contribute to the inflammation, uh, if you guys haven't heard already, it's like you got to ditch the seed oils and that's going to be the biggest culprit when you're going out to eat uh, because there's no restaurant that's frying their French fries in coconut oil or avocado oil, I promise you. No, no, they're not. <laughs> you gotta, if you're going to have those meals, they better be really infrequent, right? And that goes to show, like, like why do you get adjusted, Doc? Like, why do you get adjusted frequently? What's, what's your answer for that? So my brain can uh, talk to my body. I know it's going to function as close to 100% as possible. Yep, beautiful. And so this is exactly what I share with my patients. It's like, why do I get adjusted two to three times a week? It's like, because it's not because I'm in pain. It's not because I, uh, I have, you know, A, B, or C symptom. It's so that I know I'm not going to become a statistic of two out of every three Americans having what heart disease, cancer, or diabetes. Hmm. Two out of every three Americans are gonna have heart disease, cancer, or diabetes within their lifetime. And so how do you, how do you be proactive about that? You can't be reactive. We know reactive doesn't work. Right. You have to be proactive. And there's only one way to do that. And you have to be doing something radically different than what everybody else is doing. Otherwise, you're gonna get what everybody else gets. And so that's why I get adjusted two to three times a week to ensure then I'm not going to be a statistic when it comes to heart disease. Here's a fun fact for you guys. We're talking about statistics earlier. I know you like to hold on to, to fun stats and, and, and such and numbers, right? But here's, here's something that's pretty crazy is that 80% of the time, 80% of the time, 
The first symptom of heart disease is what? Shoulder pain? No. Heart disease. The first, first sign of having heart disease 80% of the time is a heart attack. Right. So the first sign 80% of, heart of the time. So you, you just think you're doing wonderful, you're, you're eating well, you're exercising all the time, and then boom, what's happening? Right. So like eight out of 10 people who discover they have heart disease, they had no idea it was coming and boom, heart attack. Yep. So how do you prevent yourself from becoming that statistic? I want to make sure that I don't have pressure on the nerves going from my brain to my heart, to my lungs. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important that I get on the table. Just it doesn't matter how I feel, but I'm getting on the table and being proactive and not being reactive. Right. And that's, this is the message that I have to communicate to my patients. Otherwise I'm doing them a, an incredible disservice. Yes. Right. And it's not to, it's not to scare them. It's to be real with them. And I just don't feel like there's enough healthcare practitioners out there giving their patients the harsh reality to allow them to, because ultimately it's their decision. I never fear factor anybody into making decisions, but I'm going to give them all the facts that I would want to make the decision. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the decision that all of you have made to become a chiropractor um, is that you're committed to chiropractic care on such a level so you can be the healthiest version of yourself. Period. End mm -hmm. of story. And it's, it, it really is just, you know, it's insane. It's that simple. It's like getting adjusted really does, like there's days I'll, I'll get on the table and I'll feel like the stress of the world is just bearing down on me. And I'm just like, I get off the table, I get an adjustment. It's like, wow. I didn't know how much stress I was really holding on to in the moment until I had the opportunity to just step back and just surrender to it. And you know, like with an adjustment, you know what's happening. You know, you know you're affecting the neurology. You're affecting the where you adjust, how it's how your brain is functioning. It literally changes the neurosynaptic chemical connections in your brain and the chemistry in your body. It changes the hormonal function in your body, in the organs. It systemically affects the entire vessel of the being and it just optimizes it. It's adaptation. You're either adapting or you're dying. And you know, I don't, I don't like, you know, same thing. I don't like scare care. I don't like talking in a negative narrative that's demeaning. It's always positive, always optimistic, always uplifting because you know, that's the energy you want to carry into the conversation because thought becomes toxins. If we, we think negative, we talk negative, we become negative. And I just focus on that conversation. So up, 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 keep the up. Reflect, know the know what the consequences of certain choices. If I'm going to go eat French fries, I know that one French fry causes systemic inflammation in the body for two up to two days. One French fry. It's crazy. Two days. Two days off of one French fry. Systemic inflammation. Wild. That's and we know that what's the root cause? Of, what's the root cause of almost all disease? What's the root cause of almost all disease? Inflammation, right? Hmm. What are you? Would you look or at that? It's like, <laughs> could it be sugar? It might be sugar. Like, I mean, we, we'll, we'll go with inflammation. Crazy. You know, I tell patients all the time. I'm like, I look at. I look at food as fuel. You are you are putting fuel into your car. Like, is it a Ferrari or is it a Pinto? Do I want to run eighty-seven octane or do I want to run ninety-three octane? You know, can I get a hundred low Dude, in there? 
I'm trying to go 100, baby. Let's go. Right? Like, I want 100 low leg. Let me get that av gas. Let me pull up to the airport. <laughs> aviation gas. You know? It's like, I want the good stuff. I don't want to put the, I don't want to put the crap in my body. This is, this is a common theme, right? Is it, is that we, we don't treat our bodies like the temple that God created them to be. Mm -hmm. And people expect longevity when they're hitting drive-throughs at fast food restaurants. And you have to say to yourself, I am a freaking Ferrari. I do deserve the, the best fuel and convince yourself quickly that you have to avoid a lot of different things if you want to go for the longevity game, right? Yep. This vehicle, this vehicle you're taking to the grave, right? And, and here's the sad thing. People pay more per month for their vehicle that's going to a junkyard in 15, 20 years. Yep. But they're not willing to invest the same, if not more, into this vehicle. Ooh. And that needs to change. That needs to change. That's powerful. And so what, what anchors me into, to, you know, when I do doctor's reports and I share the truth about chiropractic is I think about people who, um, think about people that I've lost and I think about my father. Um, and in about two weeks, it'll be 15 years since he's passed. And here's what I know. I know that had he been introduced to the chiropractic lifestyle and had I been able to convince him to do so, cause we know family's the hardest, right? Yeah. I know that he would have a still been alive today or B he would have been alive a little bit longer to uh, meet more of his grandchildren. And he only got to meet one. And there's, there's a lot more. <laughs> and so I think about that every time I think about maybe holding my tongue uh, and getting nitty gritty with the, the, the honest uh, truth about health and the things that you have to do to become the healthiest version of yourself. And that's why chiropractic has to be paramount. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they, uh, you know, it was, it was a cancer diagnosis long, long time ago for him. And, you know, he, he did a lot of chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, I'd have to say that's probably what did him in. But then I think, man, like what if he was getting adjusted? What if somebody, you know, was out doing a spinal screening and, and grabbed him and sat him down and told him the truth about chiropractic? What if he decided, Hey, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. Right. And so that's why I don't, I don't hold punches when it comes to, facts about what chiropractic does. I mean, they did an amazing cancer study with, with chiropractic and it's been found out that when you get adjusted, it stimulates your immune system to the next level, about 200 to 400% immune response. Yes. Like what? Exactly. Give me some of that, dude. Give me some of that all day. And that was only a three. And Big Pharma can't put that in a pill, by the way. Big Pharma cannot put that in a pill. And if they did, they would charge more than $10,000 a pill. I'll tell you that right now. And, and you have the power to give somebody an adjustment and you're potentially afraid to ask them to commit to a care plan or, or ask them what you're worth. So I want you to think about how powerful what you have is.
and don't ever let anybody devalue what you have. Mm. Mm. If you're, if you're a student, I really want you to sit on that. And if you're a doctor and you're struggling in practice and you're struggling to have conviction, you're struggling to create value, uh, to present a care plan or to present a price. You know, I talked to, I talked to students, I talked to some, some early couple of doctors that are at least a couple of years in practice and they're intimidated to present somebody with a number, like a figure based off of, you know, a care. And it, just like you said, it, you are, you are giving someone the opportunity to potentially change their life forever for the positive. Like it's, it's, there's no consequence. It's only benefits. I, I biggest return on investment I can ever, ever imagine. It's like, I, I truly believe the chiropractic adjustment when administered appropriately with intention that it is the most powerful and the best possible thing you can do for yourself as a human being biologically. Hmm. Amen to that brother. If there was anything else better, I would have become that kind of practitioner, but here I am because this is the absolute best way to administer the highest level of vitality for one soul period. You know, so let me ask you this. What got, what got you involved in chiropractic doc? You know, that's a great question. I appreciate that. Uh, for me, it was my own trauma. Uh, so I was going through school, former veteran, multiple combat tours. I was suffering through a very, very bad case of PTSD, depression, anxiety, on top of a lifetime of, of trauma that I was just wallowing in and I didn't know. And whenever I got out of the service and I was in school, I was struggling to, to, to fit in. Right. Uh, I was overstimulated by my environment. If you can imagine uh, being in conflict overseas and then coming home and then going to the grocery store and then profiling every single person, in the entire store, knowing where every camera was, knowing if the door was cracked to the freezers, knowing if things were on the shelves were out of position and out of place, if there's something on the ground, is it potentially a, a harmful threat or is it something that I can bypass? Do I even want to go near it? Do I not? Is there, you know, there's a cone in the middle of the aisle. Do I want to go around it? Or do I want to go down that aisle? Is there something under the cone? That's where my brain goes when I'm out in the environment because that's how I've been trained. And so what I found was I was under this massive amount of stress because I was overstimulated from my environment and I was having anxiety attacks. I couldn't, I couldn't have social interactions. I couldn't go to concerts. I couldn't going to class. If it was a big class, it gave me so much anxiety. I would sit in the corner or the back of the room close to the door. I knew where all the exits were. Like I knew my opportunities to like get in or out. If someone ran into the room, like all these different thoughts were going in and so when I was in school, I got, uh, I started diving into anatomy, physiology, started doing my core curriculum classes. And that led me to this A and P class that we started going over, you know, the brain and how it worked. And I, I just, I consumed all of that information. And my instructor was like, you, you really like the nervous system and the brain. And I was like, well, it, it tells me how I'm working. It's like, a, it tells me what's going on inside of me so I can understand a little bit of myself. And that led me to really pursue uh, exercise physiology. I was pursuing med school, but uh, I, I, could just, I, I lost my passion. I lost my love for school. 
And so I switched from pre-med to exercise sports science, and I dove into how the body worked. And then I started studying clinical psychology and just started combining all of that because I wanted to know what was wrong with me. And I wanted to know how I could fix it and how I could get normal again. And in the process of that, I found that I was healing myself by understanding how these things worked. And then I found that everyone else is going through all of this too. And it was just a beautiful combination of my own experience leading me down a course of, of learning that led me into chiropractic school that allowed me to then open my emotions, which, you know, 14 combat tours, uh, your emotions get repressed. You compartmentalize really well. You're not like when, when you're overseas, you don't have emotions. Like you, you learn how to turn them off. And I did that for 14 years. And finally, one day my heart just blew open and I had to deal with all these emotions and I had to learn how to integrate it. And that was part of the process too. And people do that. People are walking around numb. They're numbing themselves. They're consuming substances and different things to numb themselves so they don't have to deal with the trauma or deal with the emotions. And I was doing that and I caught myself. And part of my journey is helping people through that process, but also understanding why people are doing that. So when, when you have that conversation, it's like, let's figure out a way to move past this trauma, to integrate this information that's stored in the nervous system and to heal. And if BJ says, chiropractic is the missing link. It connects the immaterial to the material. It really does. You're connecting the vessel to the soul and you're allowing it to express in its full expression. And that takes time. Principle six, again, process. Does that, there is no process that does not require time. And we have to be willing to go through that process and understand what it looks like. As a chiropractor, that's been, that's been my vision. What was the moment that chiropractic served you? Uh, how, long, how long were you under care where you were like, yo, this chiropractic thing is legit. You know, it's interesting because I, I got hurt in Africa uh, back in like 2012. And I, I found out that I broke my back. Uh, I had two, I had a spondylolisthesis at L5. And then uh, that led to a bunch of chiropractic care. I was a CrossFit coach. So it, it helped me a lot. And then uh, when I was a student at Texas State University, I switched to exercise sports science. I was being seen by a chiropractor that was a PT and Cairo. So he ran a PT clinic, but he was, he was the chiropractor in the clinic. Mm. And he really poured into me. He, he really just gave me an image. He was, he was on part of city council. He was on the state chiropractic board. He was working with uh, aviation people and all kinds of other things. And I was like, this guy's, he's really doing something for his community. And that fired me up. And I was like, I want to be like that guy. I want to serve people on a high level everywhere. And I want to do it with my That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And you come, you come with such a different perspective because of what you've had to overcome. And I'd like to imagine that you're probably going to attract patients that the patient that you once were essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that that's who you're probably best able to serve. You know, I love telling people, uh, I can only take you as far as I like, yeah. I, I don't know anything I don't know. And I do not work 
outside of what I don't know. And if I, if I don't know something, I will do my absolute damnedest to acquire that information so that I know something about it so I can help serve you. 100% love that. There's a, there's a certain level of humility that chiropractic school has taught me. Cause I remember when I arrived on scene at Life University to even start undergrad, I'm like, give me my diploma, bro. I'm ready to open my office. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Like I know how to adjust, you know, my, my chiropractor back home, he taught me how to adjust. And uh, so I'm like, I'm just going to practice these a little bit, learn this and this and like, let's go. Right. Mm -hmm. And the most, <laughs> the most humbling experience then took place where the conscious incompetence whoosh, was through the roof. You just realize how much you really don't know. And it's, it's really refreshing to say, Hey, you know what? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I know, but I promise you this, I will do the, my, my absolute best to discover everything it takes to help you in this moment Yes. and going forward with the care. So that's huge, man. That's, that's lovely. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You just reminded me of something. Do you know who Alex Ramosi is? Of course. Yeah. Oh, so he, I was watching a video of him the other day and he was talking about, you know, building a brand and being able to communicate to people and, and like, you know, getting your ideal clients and, and getting people to understand you. He was just like, yeah. be authentic. He's like, you don't have to be someone. You don't have to have a persona. Your ego wants you to be this person where people look up to you. He's like, just be you. It's like, all you have to do, just be you, be authentic. And that's exactly, you know, what, what you just said. You're authentic with people. Like that'll take you further than anything else. All your knowledge, all your skills. You could be, um, you could be Tim Young. You could be um, Minardi. You know, you could be whoever. It, it it doesn't matter. It's like if you're authentic and you show up authentic with unconditional love and service in your heart, people are gonna they're gonna know that. They're gonna feel that. They're like, I'm in the right place for that. Yeah. And, and you know what? It kind of takes your, the pressure off your shoulders to, to try to be so perfect. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, Hey, I just, I'm human too. And we're going to figure this thing out together. Let's take this journey together. Yes. As an Enneagram right. one, I feel that. Say that again. Then as an Enneagram one, I feel that. The oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know what the Enneagrams are for me, but, uh, I believe you. <laughs> Uh, that's great well brother real quick let's hear from our sponsors and then we will hop right back into this conversation yeah healthpair is the number one choice for owner-operated practitioners like you to source screen and place candidates for your office let our world-class team assist you along your hiring journey book an intro call with us so we can learn more about your recruiting needs how and if we can assist you and give you the best next steps to take in order to fill your positions as soon as possible. We place all positions from doctors to office managers to techs, assistants, and everyone in between. HealthPair has you covered. Head to healthpair.io to book your intro call with us and mention this podcast ad to receive an additional 10% off your first month. That's healthpair.io. And we are back, season 17, episode seven with Dr. Dean Peters. We've been diving into just, man, we've been, we've been covering a lot. 
So this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever shot. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, it's, it's just, this fires me up. Conversations like this fire me up. Man, I love it because we're, we're both passionate and on fire for what we do, right? And I think what's cool is we didn't enter chiropractic school uh, at 20 years old, right? We, we've had a, a, quite a history and a past that has led us on this path. And uh, it's nothing short of divine for both of us, right? Mm -hmm. So what really neat is we have this whole another level of experience uh, to bring to the table. And, you know, I just feel incredibly blessed to do it, do it alongside of you, cheer you on from from uh, Milton, Georgia, as you're in Colorado. And so I'm, I'm also excited for my next snowboarding trip. I'm just going to like show up on your doorstep and we're just going to, we're going to shred. I got a bet. <laughs> Let me know. Let's go. Yeah, man. It's, you know, uh, snow season here in Denver uh, is going till June. We've had more snowfall this year, uh, I think, than like the last 27 years is what they were saying. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Just that is this amazing. week alone, I think we've already got like four four inches of snow. Uh, so, it's hey, the powder's fresh. Uh, you know, we're a mile high above the city, so elevation is a little bit higher. But uh, it's I would I could not imagine being anywhere else than here. Right up your alley, man. I love it. it really. I love it. So so what else, man? What else? Um, what else should we dive into? Well, you know, you mentioned something earlier about praying and that that's been big for me because, uh, I love Steve Harvey and the whole process of me opening this practice, uh, his, his speech about just jump. I don't know Oof, if you heard that one. Good one. Yes, and, I have. And it's, I've listened to it so many times. I have jump written across my mirror. Uh, Oof, I love it. and it's like, it's on the bottom. So that way like, I jump when I see it. It's like, I look down, yeah. and say, jump, I jump. And it's a reminder. Yeah, right. love it. Let's go. <laughs> it, it's it's just, such a great speech, man. Such a great speech. Yeah, it really is. And so I was watching a video of him uh, a couple of days ago, and he has like a sixteen-hour day. You know, he shoots his uh, his morning show, and, and he has this whole process where he just grinds from four thirty to ten o'clock every single day, five days a week. And I respect that because he's serving other people. It's like he serves himself first thing in the morning because the first thing he does, he gets up and he prays and he meditates. And he said something that really just stood out to me that I've never, I never put it into context before. He goes, I pray and I meditate. And he goes, there's a difference between the two. When I pray, I talk to God. And when mm -hmm. I meditate, I listen to God. Mm. And meditation has been something that it has eluded me. Because my ego wants to take over and all the thoughts come in and, you know, meditation isn't about letting the thoughts go away and creating not like a space of just silence that that can become, you know, a part of the process, but it's more so just sitting and listening, allowing yourself to sit in that space and just become and be still. It's the mm. stillness that you're looking for. And that's when the drop-ins and the downloads happen. So it's just meditation is so important as a chiropractor you you must must i can i will i must sit and i will do the work that that way i can show up for my patients that's the mentality as a chiropractor it's like yeah, i show up for my patients i don't show up for myself it's like i'm doing the work on myself for me but it's really i'm doing it for other people and it's always in that 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 
mindset of service and unconditional love. I'm giving, I'm giving. It's to give, to love, to serve, to do. Nailing it. And I think a lot of people might have this misconception to act as a martyr and everybody else has to come first. Everybody else has to come first. Everybody else has to come first. And that is trying to pour from an empty cup. And my brothers and sisters out there, if it's one thing I could share with you, it's that you have to be selfishly unselfish and fill up your cup first so that you could serve at a high level. You have to love yourself at a high level. You have to fill yourself up at a very high level so you could serve at the highest level possible. It will not happen any other way. Uh-oh. You can't be a martyr. You have to love on yourself first. You got to fill yourself up. You got to do all the right things, AKA meditation, prayer, journaling, breath work, get in that mindset quick. And um, that's, that's what I've always found to be the best place to serve, right? right? You're either running the day or the day is running you. You guys know that. Absolutely. And if it's anything that chiropractic school taught me, it's that. You're running the day or the day is running you. Yeah. And time management is what chiropractic school taught me. If you don't have your schedule in order, you're going to get thrown to the wolves, right? And so you have to be able to schedule these things. These, these don't just happen by accident. You have to wake up and say, you know what? Even if I wake up five minutes earlier than I normally do, I'll have time to pray. I'll have time to meditate. I'll have time to journal and just think about my day and say, okay, you know what? I need to get this, this, and this done. Journaling is very powerful and it can be meditative where you're just getting all the stuff out, right? You got this, this, I call it the mental carousel of chaos, right? All these things are cropped up here. You're, you're overwhelmed, you're anxious. And really there's so much going on up there. It's causing this high level of anxiety, but when you write all of it down, it's like, oh, only three things are really of top priority. Yep. This is what's really bothering me. Let me let me take action on these things, or at least put it on the calendar for today, tomorrow, whatever things you can't put off. That way you're making progress toward that, you're being productive toward that, and nothing kills anxiety quite like production and activity, action, right? Mm. So these are, these are absolute musts, man. I can't agree with you more. To meditate, to pray, to do some breath work. And these, these are not things that have to take a very long time. You really don't have to put aside I mean, you could put as much time into it as you want, but don't give yourself the excuse that you don't have time. Yes. Because we all have 24 hours in a day. And if you're not waking up and doing one of those things, the day's running you to some, some degree, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, some simple breath work, right? I mean, you could do breath work in literally under one minute, you guys. There's no excuse. <sighs> Exhale, hold. Do that three times. <laughs> your your physiology is going to be different you're going to show up differently you're going to you're going to create a, a parasympathetic response and you're going to be in chill mode right i mean simple little techniques to get you on the road i mean yeah and it's it, it really is it's it's so simple like you 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 got to master your physiology you it's your responsibility it's your you know we were talking about like this being the vehicle like this is the vehicle. This is yours. This is the only thing you get for the rest of your life. From the time you came into the world to the time you leave, this is what you're driving. And yeah. it, it really is like you have to take care of the machine. And if you're responding to something that's more of a, it's, it's more of a, a sympathetic response, 
you know, take, take note of how you're showing up. What's the tone of my system? Am I sympathetic? Am I parasympathetic? If you don't understand what that means, maybe you like breathe through your nostrils, see which nostril you're breathing through because the right's masculine and the left's feminine. So it's which one's like, I'm not breathing through my right nostril. So I'm very much so in my receiving feminine state right now versus my masculine giving state. So that means that as I'm breathing, I'm much more emotionally available versus not emotionally available. And that that's, everyone's different, but that's my understanding that I've created for myself. Um, you were talking about breathing. You could do a four second inhale and a eight second exhale. The exhale is gonna help you relief, uh, release stress, downregulate the nervous system, create polyvagal tone change. And then now we're gonna have more of a parasympathetic response to our environment. Yeah. And for those of you who are, who are not chiropractors or not chiropractic students, uh, sympathetic is your fight or flight, right? Fight, flight, freeze or fawn. And then parasympathetic, I always remember it this way, parasympathetic is your rest and digest, right? So para meaning, what does a parachute do? It slows you down, right? So parasympathetic parachute, think of those two things together. You'll always know the difference, right? So sympathetic is fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, parasympathetic, rest, digest, chill. And so a lot of people are stuck in a sympathetic state because they have so much stress and tension on their spinal cord and their nerves. Their brain is in this fight or flight state and it feels like it's under attack. And that's potentially the reason why you're anxious, you're moody, you're sleepless. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of different things that could be uh, presenting itself due to the way that your brain is communicating with the rest of your body and it has a lot to do with your posture because yes. we know that function equals what? Structure equals function. Structure yeah. equals function. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, function, structure, structure equals function. Yeah. Structure equals, e equals function. Uh, two really fun statistics I like to throw out whenever I'm talking about x-rays. Uh, Ooh, let's hear it. If you have forward head posture by more than 10 millimeters, which is roughly a centimeter, which is roughly like, you know, quarter of an inch, we'll call it that. But if you have forward head posture, uh, it reduces oxygen availability by upwards of 30%. That's wild. 30%. That's, I'm going to be sharing that with my patients. That's huge. And then uh, if you have poor posture, meaning your spinal alignment is out of those 45 degrees and you have you know, some type of scoliosis, scoliosis or lateral deviation in the spine, which is compensatory based on you know, improper stabilization of the spine and the muscles holding the spine in time and space. Uh, it has been shown through research that if you do not have proper posture, you have an increased probability of 2.4 times that you will contract some type of disease or pathology. That's wild. That's wild. I like those stats. You have yeah. to send me the research on those. That's awesome. I definitely will. Uh, it, it's it's just you got to know. Like if you're if you're an MMA guy, if you're BJJ, you're rolling on the ground, you're getting your head yanked on, you're putting getting put in chokeholds all the time. Well, you probably are getting put in some type of forward head posture on top of the trauma that's being introduced to the system. So just going into that match, you have less oxygen availability than the person you're fighting. Yeah. You know, it's simple things. Use it in application in your world. If you're sitting at a computer and you're always hunched over like this, it's like, yeah, you probably aren't getting very good oxygen availability to your brain. So roll the shoulders back, squeeze the belly, 
get it back. This is why the Olympic athletes trust in corrective chiropractic care. I have a good friend of mine um, who is out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and they're moving the Olympic training grounds to that area. And he's going to be one of their, their primary um, chiropractors. That There's awesome. a reason why the elite athletes are investing um, into their health from chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I have a friend that I made. She's on the Team USA uh, Olympic track and field and bobsled team. And uh, she, she comes in and out of town. And so we were talking. I was like, hey, let's get you on the table. Let's see how, let's see how you are. Yeah. It's just she loves chiropractic. She's she freaking loves stuff. And I'm like, that's that's amazing because it's it people that perform at high levels will do what they have to to make sure their body's adapting and performing at that level. And that mindset, I, I truly wish everyone had that mindset for themselves. They were like, I'll do whatever it takes for me to be my best. Right. And and that could be emotional. That could be psychological. It could be physiological. Like, it it just start today. You just have to start today. You talked about, um, you know, taking taking ten ten things. Warren Buffett. I took this from Warren Buffett. I I incorporate it in almost everything I do. I make lists for everything. I write everything down. I take ten things and I write ten things down. And I take the top three, and those are most important things. Love that and. Okay. Oh, well, it's a list. The list just gets shorter and shorter and the anxiety goes away. The, all the stress of the, oh, I got to do this and this and this and this. And this. No, it's, I, I write it down and then I put it into my, my schedule and my calendar. And, you know, I don't have to stress about the things I don't know about because I'm not, I have it written down. I, I can objectively identify it and then put so it powerful. in there. Huh? So powerful. And, and this is, you know, one of the best things that I've started doing was writing a list before I go to sleep about what my day is going to look like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Talk about being able to sleep deeply, knowing, oh, I've, I've only got these big, you know, pinpoint things that I've got to crush tomorrow. Yes. Let me sleep better, right? And it's it will improve my sleep every single time I write a list. So that's awesome. Yeah, and that I know very very high level entrepreneurs. They do the exact same thing. Grant Cardone writes his goals, I think, three times a day. When he before he goes to sleep, the first time he wakes up, middle of the day, then when he before he goes to sleep again. And three things. It's like three things. And, yeah. and it, it really does show you where your priorities are. And then if you are meeting them or you're not. So So tell me tell me what are some what are some big goals for you? ahead uh 10 patients on the books okay love it man yep that's i'm starting keep it simple keep it humble uh realistic too yeah yeah my my goal 10 people per month love it that's a great goal it's a great goal and it's just it's authentic you know it's uh i got I don't know if you've ever read this book or not. It is a phenomenal read, but Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port. Heard of it. Have not read it. One of the top business books in the world. Yeah? Yeah. It's recommended in almost every major MBA and uh, business program. Uh, I've read it twice. I'm working through the workbooklet, but it's also that comes with it. Uh, and Killer. 
it it is game changing. It really is. Building an ideal client base. Uh, I'm a firm believer, like the Tony Robbins method, build 100 raging fans and you'll always be successful. Mm. Beautiful. You know, one of the, I think a really great book that applies directly to chiropractors, it was written by chiropractors, Dr. Patrick Gentempo. Mm. And it's your band is your brand. Have you read that? Uh, I have it on my list, but I have not read it. Oh, powerful, powerful stuff, you know, because people are going to come to you um, for who you are and for who you're not. Right. And so you don't want to be all things to all people. Right. And, you know, through the, um, the last few years, one of those things was, you know, see, uh, Dr. Billy DeMoss, he talks about, hey, people were coming to my office because of the negative reviews. They were seeing the negative reviews that were saying, I can't believe that this chiropractor doesn't wear a mask in his office. So what happens? Naturally, somebody's like, I want this guy, mm -hmm. right? Your stand is your brand. Your stand is your brand. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are folding to the desires of what society wants from them. And they're losing their most authentic, connected patient because of that. So your stand is your brand is a, is a beautiful uh, book that, that'll keep you in that mindset. So that way you know you're consistently being congruent in attracting those who uh, should be most well aligned with the services that you deliver, right? Services yes. that you offer. I love that. I love it, it really is just showing up for yourself, showing up for your patients, being authentic, being the best version of yourself every single day, filling your cup so you can fill other people's cups so you don't get burnt out. Um, Dr. LaMarche's story is always something that's on the back of my mind. Uh, if you, for those that don't know Dr. LaMarche's story, he was uh, an 800 a week chiropractor up in Canada. He was crushing it. I think he was in practice for what, over 20 years, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know his, uh, his whole story. I'm sure he was. I yeah, love him, he, man. He's a bad A. Oh, phenomenal human being. Just seriously. And now, uh, now he's running all over the place, man, just hitting records. I'm like, who is this guy? You don't stop. You don't yeah. stop. He don't stop. And it's, you know, his love for the profession, his love for chiropractic. Uh, that's, that's where, that's where his purpose is. It's where, it's where his passion is. And I love that because having people like that in this profession, it really does make, make us as chiropractors stand out and you have to, you know, your stand is your brand. You, you have to stand out. You have to be yourself and you can't fit into someone else's model mm -hmm. like it as much as we want to fit in it's like is that really the best thing for us it's like fitting in do i want to do i want to fit do i want to fit in your box man if we're if we're trying to fit in in america we're in trouble yep. if we're going with the grain we're in trouble we're going to become a statistic Yep. Right? And, I, and one, thing, one thing I tell my patients is, unless you're vigilant, you become a victim. Yeah. Right. And I don't want anybody to become a victim. They need to have the authority and the power over their own health decisions to become a victor. Yes. Right. Yes. So, you know, I, I always reflect back on Reggie. Uh, just Reggie Gold, just such a profound, profound human being. Um, just we're so blessed to have, you know, amazing chiropractors that have come before us that have really led the way that really just put their foot down 
and been that staple in this profession to show us the the tenacity to just mm. go for it and not to hold anything back give no quarter and yeah. i just i always hear you know reggie's words are you the doctor doctor and i also hear it's not what you can do for chiropractic but what chiropractic can do for you mm. and i just i reflect on that and i just i love that this profession has so many passionate people that care about human beings being healthy clear connected and tapped the fuck in yes yes dude i couldn't agree more and i think that's why life university is such a beautiful bubble right they call it the life university bubble because you are always just a couple feet away from somebody who who shares the same passion purpose and is just emanating this light energy that just they want to go out and save the world and you know you can never get enough of those hugs right I mean, everybody's a hugger at Life University. Yeah. It's part of my, it's, it's, I seriously, I tell my patients, I'm like, Hey, I'm like, it's part of the adjustment. It's like, like, you know, yeah. release that Bring oxytocin, yeah. go. like hit, give me, give me some of those neurotransmitters. Like get, come on, I'm going to flood yeah. this. We just got you tuned in. We got you connected. Now give me some love. Yeah. That's, that's the, the finishing touch on the adjustment right there. Yes. You know, no, that's great. I don't know how to not hug people. It's weird. If they like jet out without a hug, I'm like, whoa, wait. Yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it never happens, though, I'm the most amazing hugger ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, that big old back of yours. <laughs> well, yeah. Dr. Dean, this has been honestly just um, been the highlight of my day. So, Mine too, brother. Your passion just emanates through the camera, through the microphone. I have so much love for you. How do Man. people get a hold of you? How do people, if people want to just suck in some of this amazing energy you've got, just how do, how do we contact you? How do we connect to you? You're in Milton, Georgia. Um, yep. drop, drop some, uh, some socials and stuff for us so we can go get a hold of you. Oh, easy stuff. It's real easy. It's Dr. Dean Peters. D-E-A-N-P-E-T-E-R-S on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, which I'm new to. Um, so Dr. Dean Peters. And you could find me, you could feel free to message me any questions. I will answer them. I will do the best I can to, to respond. So please uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. If you want to come to the office, hang out, talk to Tick. If you're if you're a Life University student, this is your invitation right here, right now. Come on and bring it. Um, let's let's uh, love on your spine a little bit. Let's get to know each other, and and feel free to reach out. Mm. That is, hey, if you if you're in Georgia, take this opportunity to connect to this man. Go see him. Just get get your cup filled because you will be overflowing by the time he's done with you. Love and appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Love and appreciate you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for just being you and being that light in the world. Uh, the future's bright, sir. And we just, we're in the greatest profession 
in the world. So appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on the podcast. And um, I'm so excited for the big things that you're about to do in your practice. God bless you and best of luck to you, brother. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah. See you guys next week. As always, we drop a new episode every week. Make sure you like, share, and follow. Reach out to Dr. Dean. Contact, connect to him. If you're in Georgia, make sure you show up. Uh, I will be making sure that I send this to Life University students so they get connected to you as well. Uh, awesome. Love you, brother. And we will talk love soon. Love you. All right, later. Later.